All right. I'm going to power through one more. Does that sound good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll try and finish up around one at 12.05. Because, uh, boy, the stuff we didn't talk about. It says 012. Yeah. Uh, we are uh, actually in the year uh, 12 uh, AD. Okay. Oh. So uh, Jesus is still amongst us. Whoa. He's just a kid Yeah. at this point. I am just a boy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what this if? This is the intro for the show, by the way. Of course You're going to say you're going to cut that out? Why would I this ever cut that out? This is the cold open. No, this is the cold open. Yeah. The fact, because then we that found a way means, to work that song in here. Yeah, that means that I can now transition <gasps> into any song from the Elder. Yep, and it's a... It's, Should it be just a boy? Look what I gave to you. Ah, believe in me. Believe, believe. in something. You Look at Jeff. Understand. Jeff's just like, uh, I'm just, just like, enjoying the show. <laughs> Sit back and relax. Enjoy the show. That's the old uh, Lowe's opening theme, which now I've thrown off my... Lowe's, the department store? No, Lowe's, the theater chain, which mm-hmm. ended Lowe's up being Delancey. absorbed yeah. by uh, AMC. And oh. so they used to have like a whole production, which was, thank you for coming to Lowe's. Oh. Sit back and relax. Enjoy the show! Thank you for coming to Lowe's. Sit back and relax. Enjoy the show! And then they realize, they're like, oh, we've had that for a long time. Let's uh, try and have like a flashier, fancier uh, opening. Pacific Theaters has had that like, oh, thank you for coming to Pacific Theaters. We saw Spider-Man shit. at a Pacific Theaters. It's been like theater. that since I was going to Pacific Theaters as a child. Well, you can see it's like the old... Like pan and scan TV, you it's know, like, like non-letter. Yeah, yeah, that's. I, yeah, thank you for knowing yeah. what I was trying to say. You know, your other theaters are like, oh, but we got crazy shit. But it's like, is it? Is it really? Yeah. Is it really that good? It's better because AMC spends fucking fifteen minutes telling you to turn off your goddamn cell phone. They got yeah. a whole like yeah, fucking ten minute still cartoon. Don't do it. No, of course they don't. But I'm like, don't show me this ten minute cartoon of like a bear and a coke and a roller coaster. Just fucking play the movie. Hey, you don't want bears to be able to ride roller coasters. No. They have no business riding roller coasters. They're bears. Frankly, if you want to shame people into like shutting their shit off and shutting up, don't play a big loud thing. Just make this theater dead silent for like a minute, and then everyone will hear everyone else, and you'll be like, "Hey, shut up!" <laughs> it's gonna be there's gonna be sound later. Turn it off. <laughs> Show me off the, your cell phone. Show me the gross half of your face. <laughs> Let's see the gross half of your face. Uh, by the way, when Jeff and I saw Inhumans. There was no sound for the first, like, 15 minutes. Not a, of the movie, but of the pre-show. And I went out to tell the guy, he's like, yeah, IMAX theater doesn't kick in until 11.02. And I'm like, what? wait, what? What? W- w- why so not? So the dialogue in the first 15 no, minutes? No, 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 it's not of the show. It's, like, all the pre-show stuff. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah. even before the trailers. Right. You know, it's like, you can see, you know, After Buzz TV's own Maria Menounos tell you Thanks about for watching movie. this yeah. first look at yeah. Marvel's exactly. Yeah. And, and it was just like, and they're like, yeah, yeah, there's no sound for that. Anyway, talking about big introductions. I was so frightened, I almost ran away. 
And then I could let you be Gene, but we won't. Because you don't want to be Gene Simmons, do you? No, I like Paul Stanley. Yeah, you're more of a Paul guy. And Peter? Peter Chris? Yeah. No. Eric Carr. Eric Carr, yeah. yeah. The Fox. The Fox. Love the Fox. Anyway, welcome to the Black Cast. <laughs> That's how we do. Three you minutes know? of just having fun. Yeah. You know? Come on, what else are we gonna do? Uh, joined as always by Captain EO, Jeff Duray at Jeff Duray, not at Captain EO because that's some other dude as we've established. Will Sterling at Will Sterling underscore, yep. host of the Motivation Report, motivationreport.com. Mm-hmm. And I'm Christian Black at Christian DMZ, one of the hosts. Of AfterBuzz TV's Marvel TV News, Mondays at 7 Pacific, I think, starting maybe. September 25th, which is probably in the past, but maybe it's in the future, maybe it's yesterday, maybe it's now. That's me, but there's so many things that I, I have notes, things I want to talk about. Yeah. And we keep not being able to talk about them. So what I want to tidy up is, we talked about, Jeff, you're 30 now. Uh, why? 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 We <laughs> why, got 30, why, why you got to go flirty, and thriving. That's, yeah, that's that, true. That's my life motto, according yeah. to my roommate. We talked a little bit about we had a, I met. We had a very low you key. You met his roommate. Yeah. You walked. Tell you me more about the when I was at Long Beach Comic Con. I'm going to scrap what I was going to talk about. Tell me so, about Will's roommate. She seemed nice. It was uh, it was one of those uh, situations where I had taken Dave out for a walk. Dave the dog. Dave by the, the dog. Way. Not by a way. human. Mm-hmm. Not Dave yes. the human. Yeah. Dave the dog. Dave the inhuman. Dave the inhuman. And uh, I took Lockjaw out for a walk. <laughs> He's about the same size. Yes, uh, actually, very true. <laughs> like when we came back in, I had you know fed him and was just like hanging out with him for a minute, just because like I wanted him to be like calm and cool yeah. before I headed out. And like I was sitting, just like I think checking email or like checking something on my phone and like petting him. And I talked to Dave like the whole time, like yeah. the whole time we walk. Every time he does any he pees on something, I'm like, "Good boy, you're yeah. such a good boy." You pee, yeah. And so like everything he did, I was like, "Oh, you sat on the couch. What a good dog." <laughs> and uh, and then your roommate just like pops out of her room, which was right next to the hey. door, and was like, "Hi, I thought I heard someone here." I was like. Hi, sorry, didn't mean to like intrude and just like. Fantastic. I feel like it's very important uh, to ask the Bajensky question now. And I know, Will, this is your roommate, so it might be uncomfortable, but uh, Jeff, would you? Oh, come on. Okay. So the answer is, you know, he's uh, committed to uh, Agent Romanoff, so he can't even consider that. No. And uh, Will, cohabitation, don't don't shit where you eat. (laughs) But it's a weird thing to say. Because you sh- just don't shit and eat in the bathroom, I guess. Yeah. But you shit in the same place you live. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we don't. I, I guess. Mean, that, are, you that me, a, are you telling me not to bang my roommate? Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Well, some people have. I'm not going to name any names, but some people have banged their Look, roommate. It's a crazy you do something thing to do. more than once, and all of a sudden you're the guy that does that. You have somebody go crazy because she needs the cock so bad, and you won't give it to her, and all of a sudden you're the guy who drives roommates crazy. I don't know who that is, though. No, I. Whoever that is, it sounds like a like a. Stupid idea. Yeah. But that might be someone who didn't think as clearly as they might have. I can say clearly now I won't bang you. <laughs> uh, anyway, what I was going to talk about was that we had a modest Jeff Duray 30th birthday party yes. at uh, not Ready Player One, but I liked the idea that that bar was called Ready Player One, but it's called The One Up. The One Up. Yeah. yeah. Right, I went back, by the way. Oh, with a lady? I played some Mortal Kombat. No, nice. with some bros. Actually, oh, with some bros. And yeah. you played some Mortal Kombat. And you didn't have to pay for the video games, right? Now, some of them you do, not most, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah oh. see, that's what I want. I, free video games. I'll buy a beer. And the one game some... I want that they don't have? What's that? Mega Man. Oh, if you get me in front of Mega Man, I will be there for hours. Yeah. That's the uh, only video game I like to play. I'm there with uh, Galaga. I will play Galaga uh, for uh, for many hours okay. if, if I could, but you know, eventually you 
probably got to pee. I'm pretty um, sure they have Gallagher. And as much as I like Pac-Man, I always like Ms. Pac-Man better. I just yeah. think, well, you know, obviously. Well, look, I mean, check out that bow, you that know. Bow. But I think that the the boards are just more interesting. And they vary. Like, once you go through the first, like, four boards in Pac-Man, Pac uh-huh. I think it's just... Like, I usually a, die on the first one. Oh. I'm pretty bad at it. Hmm. But were you good at, like, modern-day video games, like, yeah. in the 21st century? Yeah. yeah. See, I stopped playing them. Yeah. My video game prowess basically stops in 1988. Okay. So I was very good up until that point, and that includes the Atari 2600. Yes, I owned the E.T. game that uh, is apparently <sighs> one of the worst games ever made. And, yeah, it was fucking terrible okay. because you didn't know what you were supposed to do. And it was just like, oh, look, I touched a flower, and now it's not dead anymore. Great. Where did the, you play as E.T. or were yeah, you Elliot? You're, you're E.T. You're okay. E.T. You're defined Elliot, basically. Okay. And I never found him, so that fucking poor kid yeah, died. He's dead. But anyway, uh, people like to play video games now is the moral of that they story. Do. But Jeff, you had a big <laughs> actual An bash actual book, of yeah. a 30th birthday party. I don't know that it was like that big. Um, it I... was a fucking rager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we had there was a lot of bi- we. It's not like a fucking host of the party. There was a lot you, of you. Beer. Be, you did host the party because you showed up like an hour before anyone else and actually like helped us yeah. set up a little. By so. the way, which is True. not to say that you showed up early. You no, just no, showed you up, showed up, up on, on time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, it's gonna be going. And then Will, was... Will was fashionably punctual. Yeah, uh, I let you know I had to be over after Felix's bedtime. Basically, mm-hmm. was one of those get get to took the kid in before I come over. I showed up with a six pack and a forty. Mm-hmm. <sighs> And they were both gone by the time you left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there were there were some good burgers. Uh, so uh, I got to go to that party and uh, just ended up sitting and talking to Will about feelings for a lot of the time. I did not socialize very well, and I apologize. <laughs> You're to going for through that. some things. It's okay. Uh, yeah. We had gotten some uh, good news about uh, Baby Blot 2, uh, Baby of Shadows. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it had, yes. been, it had been a long week where, uh, you know, maybe there were some things we were a little bit, you know, just concerned about. It wasn't anything, you know, earth shattering, but we were a little worried. And that morning, you know, we got to, we went to a pediatric cardiologist who was like, everything's fine you should celebrate and i was like well fuck i am gonna celebrate today by talking feelings with will sterling but after she said that <laughs> my wife and i went and had some dunkin donuts so that's how nice. we celebrate nice yeah yeah exactly jeff can understand i was just a uh, very talky that night and we talked to some people there was some dude with a crazy beard there were several but mm-hmm. we talked to him about i don't even know what but i don't remember it was a uh, just uh i think he met some famous artist or something and i can't remember who it was now no but anyway he's he's your friend that lives in burbank i think yeah, yeah. my friend jonathan yeah and we talked for he a does while. a lot of cosplay stuff yeah very nice guy oh. we talked to him you know and uh said hi to some other people talked to agent romanoff but i did not socialize and i basically uh cornered agent starling and um you know just was like can you help me feel <laughs> so uh because I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. <laughs> but here's the thing. I think you were more acutely aware of the fact that you two were, like, sitting having a conversation than anyone else was wor- worried about it. Because I didn't think of you guys as being antisocial. And nobody else was like, what's with those two? Yeah. yeah. It was just, like, a matter of, like, you guys clearly had something to talk about. And you were... <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! Of all the things to fall over, thankfully the black cast mug did not get yes. knocked over. How many of these do you have? I, this is the same three that I brought the last time. Because I have recorded. one at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have probably uh, about ten more, and Let's I'm I'm going to send some, some out. They're yeah. going to be giveaways. There are a few people who I think have have earned the black cast mug okay. but shipping them is a little tricky because I don't want people to get them with like the handles broken off right. you know and look mugs get shipped all the time that's true really yeah. 
You're that guy now. It's been a while since we've had one of those. Yeah, I, especially in Asian Star. We're not even drinking. Yeah, which, by the way, the problem with when we record the podcast in the morning is that I can't bring all those beers that our friend Jeff Winstead sent us. Jason Blair gave me some beers. I know yours were gone basically on the drive home. Like the day of. Yeah. yeah. And I still have them. I'm saving them for us to enjoy them together. And then I didn't bring yeah, them Yeah, because when we were together, we had we had the summer shandy. And that was another time we talked about feelings, it's I true. believe. Look. And I did not bring those beers to Jeff's birthday party, which is definitely when I should have brought them but I'm only thinking of it now there's plenty of yeah. beer at that yeah, party there's like 16 we, beers for yeah. beer pong yeah we still I had to bring all those beers to my buddy Mike's place to for my portion of paying for the McGregor Mayweather fight <laughs> 60 <laughs> beers you brought all of them I wasn't gonna drink them so I was like that's true he, and he was like gonna buy the fight and he's like oh yeah we can like split it and stuff I was like so he negotiation like <laughs> how about I bring a shitload of beer and that's my payment he was like oh, that works for me yeah because <laughs> he's gonna need a shitload of beer yeah. for a a fight that started at like 9.15 our time, but if hypothetically you were having this party on the East Coast, the fight started well after midnight. It's crazy. And Plus my friend's an alcoholic, so oh. I really brought this beer with him and my other friend Zach and knew between the two of them they would finish You're it. You're an enabler. I was going to say, it's it's the new Sam Adams enabler. Well, these are the same guys that I literally got pulled over and almost arrested with because they were so hammered drunk in my car. Um, we were but driving not, up. you were driving, and I they was were driving, hammered drunk. I blew zeros. I was not drunk. <laughs> Uh, I, That's right, got, everybody. Jeff Duray blows zeros. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. You could do better. Yeah, than that. At least blow it too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I got pulled over on the way up to Mammoth for speeding, of all things. Uh, I was going 40 in like a 30 because okay. of those bullshit He's towns on Mammoth. Fucking, yeah. yeah. We get pulled over. It's like middle of the night, and my two friends, we're all, we all went to college together. They're literally having a competition on the way up, which is they two of them had to constantly be drinking, always have a beer open and like in hand drinking it because the first one to have to make me pull over to let them pee had to pay the other one five bucks. <laughs> just five dollars? I'd have been like, fucking here's your five bucks right now. I'm not playing. But it's, it's That's a just, lot of pee and I have to pee very often. These two are the same guys. Um, so the way I, I knew them to make like cement their friendship was we all did our semester abroad together and they did what was called a case race which oh, is I've you could have a case, case of beer and they you couldn't put your pants back on until it was finished so Zach the next morning was still wandering around like the castle in his underwear because he had like a couple beers left from oh the case God. that he had 30 finished. beers this That's is so amazing fucking crazy yeah I, I've never had good that beer. yeah well I mean I guess bad beer you can drink a lot faster Spoils. you know like the, the Coors Lights and the, the Bud Lights and things but if I'm going to drink that many beers, I should I should drink some good beer. But see, that's the thing is, if you're going to have good beers, you're going to fill up. Yeah. You know, very quickly. So anyway, that's why I uh, we have still not drank Jeff Winstead's beer. Sorry, Jeff. By the way, Jeff Winstead, who moved from North Carolina, he now is a resident of Palm Springs. What? So How's he, that 120 degree heat. Probably, uh, you know, if you're inside, why you don't Palm feel Springs. Like, they like it there. He and his wife. Oh. Yeah, it's just that simple. Change the scenery. But uh, the point in mentioning that is that uh, I've I've never met him. I've talked to him a couple times on the podcast and lots on Facebook. But that means that he's just a couple hours away. So one of these big comic book movies coming up, Jeff Winstead oh. is invited to join. his ass to the theater. Join the, yeah, I know. Which I, I wonder if he's seen Wonder Woman now that it's available on demand. Yes. Because he had still not seen it. He, he did see have. He did see Spidey, though, because he was on the Spidey episode. Wait a minute. He, he went. He to picked, the theater. Yeah, to see Spider-Man. To see Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man's more important to but him. But he didn't go to the theater to see the very first Wonder Woman movie that's ever been made. Right. 
because I mean I would because if, if I had if I had to pick one, that's what it sounds like. Too. I would pick it because I would pick Spider Man too because Spider Man is very important to me. I know. See how we talk about Spider Man every episode. But I'm saying see both. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would see. Of course, I would see them both. Yes. Yeah. I, mean, I went go, to I'm see Wonder it. Woman on the largest IMAX screen in the Northeast. In the world. Was it? The Where was that? Uh, at Cinema Jordan's Window? Furniture in like I'm sorry what what whatever Jordan's Furniture is like a furniture chain in Massachusetts. Come on down to Jordan's Furniture. Come we on down to Park Toyota. Yeah. Come on down to Park Toyota. We got a wicked fucking cool Honda and and I know it's a Toyota, but we've got Hondas here too. We are not discriminators. We're not racist here anymore <laughs> in Boston. We had that rally, so you know no more of it. Okay, we're still not down with the queers, but we're. We don't okay. like, hey, look, the, being queer is not a race. It's just weird. We don't like that funny shit here, you know? <laughs> the funny thing is that uh, now that we're talking about Bach Toyota again, it, it tells me that, like, you guys didn't listen to, like, there's there's an episode that I messaged both of you. I'm like, hey, just listen to the last, like, two minutes. I didn't because listen back to it. What you did you? listen. You didn't listen. No. So what when I did. You, the final product. I didn't the final product. To. I, I took. That's not that one. Oh. Uh, yeah. Not the one where we took out Will's plans to take over the world, like Pinky and the Brain. Mm -hmm. This is a different one, but it was one where we talked about all the uh, local the car, car commercials. Dealership. Yeah, and I spent way too much time. Like I spent more than an hour putting together a montage of local car commercials, <laughs> and I found a Bok Toyota. And it was did? like from the seventies, but it's also like what, what's the Nissan from San Diego? Masi Nissan. Yeah, Masi Nissan. It's and like from the eighties. Cow Worthington dog. Yeah, and yeah. there were there was that one was there too. Yep. There were a few, and um, you guys didn't even listen. to <laughs> Honestly, Look, I don't remember. I don't remember you telling me about that montage. I don't know. Was a, saying it. It was a direct message on Facebook. I'm oh. sorry, on Twitter. It was. So yeah, it was like oh. with the link, and I was like, "Hey, listen to the end. There's gonna be something fun there, gents." Oh, huh. promptly disregarded yeah. that. Promptly, well, that's alright. <laughs> oh, I saw it was from you and deleted it. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. Go that's fuck what yourself. Happens. But anyway, I'm glad we got to uh, live in celebrate that Jeff's birthday. Yeah, celebrated Jeff's hey, birthday. Hey, hey. Um, that was a big. Uh, that was a big uh, black cast gang weekend though, because you guys the next day I believe went to some some art thing for oh, Natasha's yes. yeah. sister. Yeah. I don't even know what that was. But I hope it's interesting enough to talk about on here because I want you guys to tell me about it. It was fun. Yeah. It was so basically it was like we had my I had my party at Natasha's mom's house that uh, the night before, which I don't know if is like Natasha and I loved that you showed up early because it was like we finally got a chance to like hang out. We got with some you. one on one time with me because it's like well the only times we've hung out are either like here right. or right. like when we'd see you at like your party where you're hosting or it's like when if all, everybody else I knew had already shown up then yeah. I wouldn't have been able to like hang out right. So that was fun and then we went to um, Natasha's sister's party the next night which was cool. And I still specifically, that one girl who, like, came over and talked to us before the d drum circle or whatever. So Natasha's sister had threw this party as a fundraiser. Yeah. They are making this movie called Desert Prayer. I don't know. I don't. I haven't paid a ton of attention to it. <laughs> but, uh, but uh they were they it was like 20 bucks at the door and they they had like some artistic things that they were offering and some raffles at this party to incentivize people to come. So they had like, yeah, all over each other. And uh, <laughs> just had, in the face. <laughs> just on the face. Bukaki. And uh, so, so they had uh, literally, they had a drum circle. They had like a giant canvasy thing to like everybody kind of painted on. Mm -hmm. And just like a bunch of that kind of stuff going on. 
So uh, Will and I are – I was in charge of the fire because I'm the fire marshal. I don't know. He's a fire guy. And uh, Will and I are just chilling out next to the fire, like, kicking it, having a good time. And this girl comes and, like, stands right next to us like she wants to talk or something. Right. So Will, like, is like, oh, hi. Like, how's it going? Like, how do you know these people kind of thing? And she was just like, oh, yeah, I know Amelia from this movie that we were in. And it was just like, oh, oh, okay. And it was like semi going well. And then Will's just like very nicely like, oh, like, do you want to have a seat? And like, instead of awkwardly standing like yeah, above sure. us and right. this thing. And she was like, oh, no, I've got to get closer to the action. Mind you, the quote unquote action was like two feet from where we the were. The drum circle. So it was like, what? Uh, that was a really awkward, like semi rejection, non rejection where you're now going to go sit like five feet from us. Yeah. And the best part was she was all like blowing us off more. And then when she was like, how do you know them? And I was like, I'm dating uh, Amelia's sister, Natasha. She like lit up. She's like, oh, Natasha, oh, I love her. She's so great. Blah, blah, blah. Later on, I was talking to Tasha, and I was like, oh, yeah, there was this girl. And she's like, oh, I fucking hate her. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, to that girl, thank you for listening to the Black Cat. Yes, she's definitely listening. Yeah, she's definitely listening. Uh, Uh, Jeff and Natasha were the only people that I knew there besides... Amelia, who I'd met in passing. So who, I, by the way, was the villain in season one of Scream? Spoiler alert. It's correct. Yeah. Yeah. MTV Scream. Awkwardly just stuck around Jeff the whole night drinking beers and being too shy to talk to girls. Oh, that sounds like Will Sterling. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would have done. Trying to get that liquid courage going. Never, never, N- never, never, never actually. Yeah. But these are like artsy girls anyway. They right? were, but it was also like. Yeah. I don't. In fairness to Will, there was a, it was really confusing what the relationships were. I at that didn't part. understand. There was this really hot girl that was like, I really want to talk to that girl. But I was like, is she with that guy? Wait, is he with both of them? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. This would be the type of place it would be. Okay. I couldn't tell. <laughs> Could not tell. No. But the, like these, the people that show up to these parties are that type of people. There is literally uh, this group, uh, two couple, I guess, now not divorced couple, Ross and like Emma or whatever, where like they're divorced. They were married, but I guess not too long because they're our age. She's now got like this like lesbian lover, but they still live together. And he's just like the brow beaten ex-husband that's still kind of her friend and like tags along to places with her. It's like Do they the dy- sex. I don't know. But the dynamics wow. of these kinds of peoples that show up to these parties yeah. are like, what the, who the fuck are you people? And they're all actors too, yeah. it seemed like, or at least yeah. are artists. So, but did you, you enjoyed this time? And this was in sure, the Sure, it was evening, just me or? and Jeff chilling. Yeah. yeah. And there was absolutely zero food at this party. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that, that sounds like an art and party. And after like two hours, everyone was like, Everyone is f- absolutely famished. Like, uh-huh. yeah. there was like a bag of chips, some pretzels, and like hummus in the corner. And I was just and like, Will ate all of oh, them. Yes. Oh, yeah. With the pretzel. Both I was of just us. like fucking like spooning that oh, hummus right. out. And I just like, I mean, I'm eating both of these. It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, watch out. They both have fat kids inside yes. that are going to eat all that food. Well, yeah. we asked where the food was, and then Natasha asked Brian, like one of the hosts, and uh, he was like, there's food inside. He, and he meant the chips and hummus. It's like, yeah. that's not food. I was like, hey. And I asked, <laughs> yeah, like, where, where? anytime I show up somewhere, like, if you want me to bring something, like, I'll bring something. But, like, we were paying, like, 20 bucks to get in for the ticket as the yeah. donation. And the there should have at least been sliders yeah. or some vegan sauce. I, I would be like, if or... you wanted me to pick up a pizza, I would have picked up a yeah. pizza. Yeah. I got a two couple of DiGiorno's for, like, 10 bucks at the grocery store. We pop in the oven. People get some hot, fresh pizza. It's nice. I would have fucking brought some of the hot dogs I had left over from <laughs> the night yeah, before and cooked them. Like, shit. 60 beers. So did you guys? Guys, you guys just ate all those chips, or did we you just, actually like, basically eat we just ate like the we chips and the just hummus. like sat there uh, and just kind of mount on like what little we we could sustain ourselves on until we knew we were gonna come over to, to your like show. your show. Oh, yeah. right. We also had a free freestyle rap 
yeah, session. that was cool. At the end, we kind of ciphered where it was myself, Will, um, this guy Logan, who um, with is, the healing factor, and he's like 150 mm-hmm. years yeah, old. Yeah, he hangs out in Westchester, New York. He's always so aggro. I just tell him like, chill. Yeah, um, that sounds like Logan actually. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this other kid, Ben Levin, um, and so Ben is like a rapper, and Logan sounds like Wolverine's accountant. Produced Ben it. Levin. Ben yeah. Levin. Uh, so Logan, uh, actually, he uh, yeah, he made this EP with Ben Levin. Grasshopper is his rap name. Grasshopper. Ooh, with and an so, A on the end? Yeah. Oh, I'm down and with so that, And so we all kids. we all basically just started, like, beatboxing and rapping. So it was, like, I basically. I have no skills for it. You I just sort of talk. Yeah, oh, but it yeah, was but fun. That works. That can work. So, <laughs> Jeff, are you a good freestyle rapper? I don't. I mean, I, mean, I have my moments, I guess. Would you be able be? to do a freestyle rap about Danny Rand, or is that too much to ask for at this point? Well, are you going to? But here's the thing. I can't do the beatbox. Gonna, yeah, somebody's yeah. going to have to beatbox. I, and I, 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 I kind of okay. want it to be you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, the only beatboxing I know is the way the fat boys did it. Which was a lot of like, <gasps> yeah, uh, yeah, like you could tell, yeah, you felt like the Fat Boys were gonna have a heart attack at every album. Boys. The Fat Boys are back. All right, well, you know, maybe we'll go in the studio and we'll cut that in the future. Oh shit! Yeah, you go. Shit. I don't know if I can keep that up. <laughs> Let's get that Dan- Danny Rand. Yeah, he's a fan. You don't know, he's got a master plan. Iron fist, he's not the mist. You gotta insist that you're not gonna desist. Whist? What's that? I don't know, it's kind of flat. Like this beat, like this rhyme. Oh my god, I'm running out of time. Defenders, offenders, everything's acapella, nacanella. I'm just rhyming with fella. Nutella, put it on your toast. Watch Goodfellas. That's the most. And that was the offenders here on the fattest <laughs> beats in the bean. I'm the big pun. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded just like it. Uh, man. So there was a conversation on Twitter recently about uh, doing a whole episode There's of the podcast. There's a ton of spit on this mic now. <laughs> it's not the first said. time. <laughs> by this Mike, I mean the guy named Mike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's been a lot of talk on Twitter in the very recent history about doing a broadcast episode with all uh, accents. Oh, yes. But I've, if we could put some freestyle rap in the middle. Okay. I mean, honestly, what else does Blackcast 250 need to be if right. it's not Jesus. just accents and beatboxing? I've been practicing the Scottish accent a lot. Oh. That's the one that I'm... Are you auditioning to replace David Tennant as Scrooge McDuck? <laughs> Maybe. Because you will take that job from him. If he's if not good at it? No, oh. no, he's fine. Yeah, so I was like, do you want to do it? I'd be like, yeah, of course. Yeah, you'll do it. Uh, do you want to give us any or you're saving it? I don't know. It's not that, maybe. Uh, would you like to go up? Ask McDonald's if you can get haggis on top of your Big Mac, all right? That seems like an easy one, don't you think? <laughs> Hello, is this a McDonald's? Uh, do you have haggis? No, it's like uh, inside of like a entrails. It's like a... Like the guts of a like a like a Loch Ness monster, you you reach inside and you pull out like a like a sack of guts and you put it on top of the burger. That's like a a great. I don't know how to talk no, about but haggis. I, what is I, haggis made out of? Uh, yeah, the entrails. Yeah, and, yeah. So anyway, I thought that was great. That sounded like you and Bremner good. from Train Spotting, uh-huh. who was also in Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I thought you sounded oh, yeah, like he was. yeah, because yeah, he has like there's like a moment in the original Train Spotting yeah. where he's like. In a word, pleasure from other people's leisure. And like, I don't have the accent that well, but the way that he enunciates those two words, I'm like, oh, if you isolate those, you could do a good Scottish accent or you could not try like me. Leisure. But I, yeah, 
Exactly. So interesting. Yeah. All the eyes are eh. And you could basically replace Ewan McGregor's narration for the original <laughs> train spawning. And we're talking about doing heroin. Yeah. This is great. That's very dangerous. What's the baby doing? Now, where did you start practicing this? Did you just watch? I don't know. I just started doing it in my car. Just for fun? Yeah, random, for, ran, for wee fun? Randomly. Uh, maybe, a little bit. Well, I like mimicking people, so I watch shows, and they start to talk like this, and I just do it myself. So, can we do Charlton Copley? Charlton Copley. That's like, a, he's a Kiwi, isn't he? No, he's uh, South African. Oh, South African. Oh, that's a different That's one. really hard. I'm not even ready Did you get that. your uh, Scottish accent from watching uh, Patrick Troughton's companion, Jamie? Is that is that where you got some? No. 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 Oh, okay. No, I didn't. I don't know where <laughs> I got it from. I had an audition the other day, last week, with a girl who was from Scotland. Mm. And I was like, that's the most adorable thing I've ever heard in my life. It's a, if no. I pretended, would you believe that it was from there? Would, it make, would, it, would I have a better chance with you? If you yeah. thought I was from your home country, or if I right there about you, it. the way you said you, it's yeah. got to be like ye. you, you, ye. you, you. Yeah. If you thought, if you thought I was yep. from she where would've... you're from, mm -hmm. we could go down to the bar, the pub. Maybe she said bar is what they say there too. Oh really? They say both. See, they I was say trying pub, to help. They and... say bar. All right, well, she's gonna know better. Yeah. I don't know, boy. I, me thinks this is not her uh, for me. None of none <laughs> of this. Me lucky like charms. Yeah. Uh, the Scots are a bunch of assholes, if you ask me, boy. Oh, Irish. Irish. The Irish. Nice. We've, we're the ones that uh, we got. Uh, we got it better, you know. God save the Queen. Not, uh, if if uh, you yeah. want to talk to Irish, right, you yeah. basically just club your words. You're fine. So this is why we'll never do the all accent episode. Why like, not? Well, because I think it's a great idea. I think we're already doing it now. <laughs> yeah, we're we're definitely doing it now. The rest of the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going I mean, to talk like Colin Farrell. Well, that is a good Colin Farrell. Maybe. Sometimes he has an American accent, Colin Farrell. He does. Yeah. I don't know what is the last film I saw him with it, but usually it's one of those like, well, let's not have you get rid of that. Yeah. You know, like, let's not have Benedict Cumberbatch do a shitty American accent. I, I'd like to be a lobster. A lobster? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the lobster. The lobster. That the lobster. about animals in the afterlife. About lobster? Correct. See, that's uh, all I have is what's, cockney. Yeah, what's your best just accent? Screaming I, in British. Just yelling cockney words, basically. <laughs> Cock! Oh, and by cockney, yeah. I mean... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, <clears throat> I'm very that's proud... That's the only time it's appropriate to say the C word, is when yeah. you scream it in a cockney accent. Don't come over here, you cunt! Yeah, that's because it's like adorable in a Brit any kind yeah. of British accent. Yeah, the Scottish, uh, Irish, you know. You fucking pissed, you stupid cunts. Yeah, come on over here. And this cunt down here, you yeah. know, there's a lot of that. Yeah, Bleh. yeah. But anyway, we did it. That was fun. Mm -hmm. We did some accents and yeah, concha. People let us know if they want more. They can tell us if if that wasn't enough. If they want more accents on the podcast, but. Before we dove into that, and we dove deep, oh, I mean deep, deep. balls deep, we were balls deep, uh, so you guys didn't eat an actual meal after the art show, which is interesting, and no. then you were kind enough to attend a show that uh, I'm taking level two at Upright Citizens Brigade of yeah. sketch writing, sketch comedy you writing. Okay? You all right over Yeah, well, I was going to burp, and then hey, I... Hey, Christian. Yeah, okay? Yeah, good? Yeah, good. And I was just like, I think I can quell this burp, but then it turned into... <laughs> sketch <laughs> writing. 
And either that or I had a stroke. We'll find out. You're looking like a rancor with a bone shoved between his teeth. <laughs> I don't think he would make that reference. Oh, he wouldn't? No, he probably would. He'd look up as like, what was that monster in Star Wars? Oh, okay. And he'd be like, yeah, you're right. He would do that. You're like a sarlacc pit choking on a Boba Fett. <laughs> you good? Yeah, good. <laughs> so you guys attended a, a little thing that uh, I was a part of. My friend uh, Tim Sicardo, recent Blackcast guest. He's now appeared on Blackcast three times, four if you count repurposing old episodes. I guess it's five. I don't know. He's been on a bunch. Anyway, he's one of the directors for a show that Upper Citizens Brigade does called Sketch Cram, where we get together in the morning and we pitch ideas and we each go off and write two sketches and everybody gets at least one sketch in uh, that is performed that night at midnight. And it's a, it's a late, oh, yeah. it's a tough ask to yes. get people to show up for midnight. Uh, you were both there. Natasha was there very graciously. My wife was going to attend, but then there was an issue with our babysitter, so she couldn't, but she probably wasn't that disappointed to be able to go to sleep. And what I was very relieved by was the fact that my sketch was fourth. So it you know, was maybe 20 minutes in, maybe 25. Yeah. I don't know. The sketches aren't that long, but when you have to see like 12 of them, they probably felt long. But I did sit next to you guys. Yeah. So I was I was in there in the trenches with you. Yeah. So one, I appreciate you guys coming. Mm -hmm. And uh, two, I'm all right to hear you talk about uh, how funny my sketch played on the stage. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll take it away. Look, anything that has to do with dogs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, let me explain my sketch, I guess, I'm for people board. that didn't see it. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. We should not let give me. any context for so anything. It was, it was a so funny. <laughs> it was a dog restaurant where uh, one person that's on a date had been there before. The girl on the date had not been there before. She was a little put off by it. And part of the sketch writing process during the day came with why I think the idea came together. I said came twice, I have to know. The idea worked so well was because, hey, the people who run the restaurant shouldn't be people who love dogs. Yeah. They should be people who get off on, on punishing dogs. So basically like if it was Michael Vick's restaurant. So that changed the the tone completely okay. that you had to be scared of being considered a bad dog. You had right. to be a good dog. Right. They want you to be obedient. Yes. So I think that, uh, you know, overthinking my four-page sketch, but that helped it a lot. So it's people pretending to be dogs right. and uh, doing some doggy things. There That's was great. some butt sniffing. Yeah. There was some fake peeing. Mm -hmm. And the act who was the guy on the date, uh, the character named Richard, he uh, actually, when he lifted his dog leg, he also undid his fly, uh, which, it, you know, he pulled down the zipper. Mm -hmm. I That wasn't in the notes. I was like, that, that's some good acting. Right Great, he addition. thought about it, and yeah. I was just like, that helped. So I thought it was fun. Uh, it seemed like uh, there were some laughs. Yeah. You fun. guys enjoyed it? I enjoyed it. I stayed awake through yours. Yes. And then I fell asleep. Instantly. But that was all right. I, you know, if, if I had looked over and you were sleeping, I was like, oh, man, you came yeah. in this front. No, I was just like, get fucking, come on, yeah. get it together. Uh, and uh, Jeff, I know Natasha fell asleep. Did you fall asleep as well? I didn't fall asleep at all. I enjoyed myself. I actually, uh, when we first got there, what I thought was, I, I just love having weird interactions with people. So there's four seats in this row, right? Yeah. Yes. Natasha sits in one. I sit in the next one. There's two seats now available next to us. And I've like, you know, basically kind of like put my arm on the seat next to me to like save it for Will, kind of thinking no one else will sit there. So maybe Christian can sit with us. Yeah. Well, some guys sat all the way at the end. So I was like, oh, that's lame. Well, maybe Christian will be okay. He'll find a seat. And then like Will came back to sit in the available <laughs> seat. And it, it was like, you went to go sit in the seat. And the guy's like, no, someone's sitting there. I was like, yeah, he is. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm sitting for my friends. Like, 
you came here after us, didn't ask if this seat was occupied. Like, who the fuck are you? Go away. Like, who does that? <laughs> who just, like, sits down, doesn't ask, in, saves a seat, and then when the person who should show up and have that in, seat there is like, no, it's mine. In a very small theater that, you know, it was it decently attended for a midnight show, yeah. but there were available small. seats. Yeah. Yeah, the big shows that they have there, uh, people sit on the stage. Oh, yeah. So uh, when I saw Paul Shear and Aziz Ansari break down uh, Trapped in the Closet, by R. Kelly, Whoa. Like chapters one through six, there were people on the stage, and they did, they, you know, that was packed. Yeah, yeah. But the sketch cram show Saturday at midnight is not packed. So no. this guy didn't need to like, no, I need this seat, my seat. The sketches themselves were funny. I think the the first sketch through yeah, us was because it was yeah because it had an inside joke. Which well, it's not an inside joke as yeah. much as it's a thing that if you don't know what it is, it doesn't make sense. Which was it? This new <laughs> app called Saraha. Oh, which is where you can leave comments about people anonymously. Yeah. So you can say, "I love the black cast," and then you don't know who said it, or it's like, "Oh, the black cast is garbage, especially Christian." Right. And it'll be like. Signed mom. No, mom, you're not supposed to put signed mom in there. It's right. supposed to be anonymous. Yeah. So I did not know that until I sat down and the sketches were being pitched. It was explained to me. And I was like, all right, I guess the kids know what that is. Uh, you guys are 39, oh, 39, sorry, cheap, 29 like, and 30. Yeah. And you just didn't know. Yeah, and that's a weird thing, too, is that it has a similar name to Sriracha. Why? So I'm like, well, what is it? Because it's popular. People like the hot sauce. <laughs> they do. They're going to like the app. Yeah, obviously. It was the latter part... Well, felt and then like there's an yeah, and then the punchline just felt like a an inside joke. It was something that made us laugh because it was random. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, so it's a confusing way to start the show, but uh, I I thought it was well written, mm -hmm. and I thought that there were some uh, there were some very good sketches in there. I was uh, very happy to be a part of it, but again, I was so glad that uh, mine was early, and I intentionally didn't write any complicated props mm -hmm. or uh, we, we, I guess we could have had some sound cues and things, but basically they want like lights on, lights off. So uh, there were sketches that had some sound effects, and I was like, I'm, I'm not about that. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm about the art, man. <laughs> but anyway, I really appreciate you guys coming out on midnight. That's what, that's the whole point of talking about that. Yeah. And it was fun. I was glad to get the chance to do it, to kind of spend a whole day writing two sketches. And What was it, your other sketch? My other sketch, uh, which I'm uh, currently uh, reworking in my uh, Upright Citizens Brigade uh, 201 class. It was the idea is this woman's making an appeal on the local news that uh, you think she has a lost child and you know she's like just if you've seen him and you can help and she's missing her laptop charger and, <laughs> and it's treated very seriously and I think it was just a little too clunky and then also the dog one's just funnier right. you know mm -hmm. uh, and the nice thing about spending the whole day with it is that every writer is guaranteed to get one sketch. That's on. good. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you don't want to, you know, and look, there were probably sketches that didn't get chosen that might've been funnier than my dog sketch. <laughs> but the fact that I get one was great. Yeah. So I, I, I think that the laptop charger one, the version of it that I have now is probably closer to being ready. Not uh, just yet, but didn't you recently perform in a friend's up? I did. A good sketch? Yeah. Uh, was that, I that played... was like a Thursday and like they have a show called not too shabby that they yes, do in Los that's Angeles. That's what it was. Yeah. And yeah, it's I, I'll probably be doing. I might even be doing that sketch sometime soon. Yeah. So uh, I'll be looking Look, for actors hey. if I know any. I don't I'm, know. I'm available. Well, but you have to be your Scottish Wilson. <laughs> I lost my laptop charger. <laughs> have you seen it? Have you seen it? I left it plugged in at my mate's house and it's <laughs> disappeared. Uh, the only thing I put on my lap is your uh, wife.
That's not appropriate. Just a cunt. <laughs> I'm also not married, so sharing that. Well, what your character might be, you don't know. Oh, that's true. He has a wife. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and a she's wee wife. Your wee By wife way, is mine. You, no, you know my, you know my friend Brad who lives in Australia. Yes. his wife is Scottish, and I believe you met you met Kirsten. I think when he was out here I a couple did summers. I met her. Yeah, yeah, and you should have done don't, the accent. Brad, don't play this for her because I'm sure it's garbage. She <laughs> it, it's very, it's very. It's hurting, hurting her wee ears. You guys keep using Irish words. I don't know what we I was and all that stuff. It's like it's like an Irish thing. No, we is not. No, she says she says Does she say we. Yeah, she says we. Yeah, I feel like that's like a cliche of like my we, my well, little see, people running around. The, the novel of Train Spotted is written in Scottish slang, so it's actually super hard to read. You wow. need like twenty pages of like getting used to it, and yeah. so there's a lot of like we and, oh, okay. and yeah things like that. So what the fuck do I know? Uh, look, you're just workshopping the character. Just workshopping it. But uh, the sketch that you did for your yeah. friend at Upper Citizens Brigade. So was it? Uh, it was like Satanist aerobics. How did that go? Because like that's performance-wise or uh, performance-wise, reception-wise. Because it's an interesting room. So what they do is they have this show called Not Too Shabby, which is not on the main stage at Upper Citizens Brigade. Right. It is sort and of it's like it's at the other location. It's a, well, not yeah, not the one that you went to. Yeah. The one on Sunset is actually the big location, so yes. they have a lot of their bigger things there. You know, yeah. when it's like tied into like a, a panel for a show that's nominated for an Emmy and right. stuff like that, they do it at the the Sunset. The but the yeah, but the Franklin Theater is the OG. That's the OG. That's where I, I saw my shows. Yeah, though. I used to live right up the hill from there, so oh, it was no. very convenient. Like right around the time that Tim and I moved to Los Angeles, uh, Upright Citizens brigade open but anyway it, so that uh, not too shabby show look i've seen it a few times sometimes it, it can be very shabby mm-hmm. but uh i've seen some very good sketches there, there too some it's, okay ones it's there very hit bad ones. yeah yeah there was a really bad one that was seemed like it was written last minute because it was like trying to capitalize was. on the charlottesville thing but like make oh, jokes out of like these white supremacists are idiots because if you like to get rid of all the people who are not white then you lose all the cool shit I understand that, and that could be funny, but it was just really not good. No, if you take the time to write it, that's actually very funny. Yeah. You yeah. know, because it's like, you're not going to have any good athletes, yeah. musicians. No you're like, yeah, exactly. white people, white power. Hey, man, you want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Oh, man, peanut yeah. butter is my favorite George food. Washington Carver. <laughs> Black man make that. Um, but your sketch, did it? Uh, was it well-received? Yeah, people laughed. The interesting thing about that show is that a lot of the people in the audience are people who have sketches still to come yeah. or will you know, or have already gone up. So you'll get a lot of the, (laughs) like he's not laughing. Like, why is he doing that? Because he's like, wants the people who host the show to know that. Have you ever been to like a live taping of a in-studio audience show? Like like where you're the laugh track? Yes. So uh, I've been to many talk show tapings and I've been to a couple of sitcom tapings, which is kind of fun. But then it's like, okay, so those jokes, you're going to see them five times and you have to laugh just as hard every time. Yep. Right. Yeah. Uh, And that is not that fun. Especially when the sitcom you're going to see is Two and a Half Men. But, uh, Ugh. I saw it was like The X's the at X's? CBS. It had Donald Faison, the tall blonde chick from Third Rock from The Sun, so, Newman. Turk from Scrubs, yeah. and uh, Kirsten Johnston was her name from Third yeah. Rock from The Sun. And yeah. Newman from Seinfeld. <gasps> Wayne Knight? Yeah. So wait, this was a TV Land show that you went to Yeah, it was at. like an AMC show over at the CBS lot. But or it's not AMC. TV yeah. Land. Yeah, TV Land, yeah. sorry. No. Uh, yeah, it was called like the X's or whatever. I remember and I that. remember um, it was actually the when we were there for the taping is when Donald Faison found out he was going to be in uh, Kick Ass 2. I forgot he was in Kick Ass 2 <laughs> yeah. until he said that, yeah. Um, so he literally like got a text during the taping was like, hey, everybody in the audience, I'm going to be in Kick Ass 2. Wow. And they're like, cool. 
Okay, yeah. now Donald, can you tell them about that text four more times? Yeah. And audience, can you be more excited about the text about some movie that you're not going to get to see in film and probably won't see because Jim Carrey's going to badmouth it after he films his... Okay, great! Back to whatever! <laughs> I, did, I never did see Kick-Ass 2. Um, Kick-Ass 1 is much better. Okay. But I thought that it was fun. They very uh, artfully uh, did away with the rape scene that uh, was in the comics. So uh, Glad that happened. Yeah, it was great that they didn't have it, actually, because it would have been McLovin raping the daughter from How I Met Your Mother. Chloe Rentz? No, not her. The Pit girl? Yeah, the girl who is his girlfriend in the first one who's barely in the second one because she was on Nikita at that point. Oh, I don't, I don't actually don't know the actress's name. Oh, yeah. But no, that character yeah. is raped by the character that McLove, McLovin played. The motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus. then he rapes that girl in the comic book. That's fucked up. Oh, you think? A little. So uh, I was very relieved when I saw it's the very movie. Games of Thrones. Yeah. Very Games, very of, games of Thrones. Games of Thrones. <laughs> uh, anyway, I very much uh, appreciated you guys being at the show. And uh, when I have future shows, I hope they're not at midnight. And uh, if they are, you suck still it. get invited. Yeah, suck <laughs> it. Yeah. You're not old like me. You can stay up. I, I Actually, I know. I went out for a drink after the show. And I was like, all right, I'm very tired. But uh, at this point, I've been doing this all day. Why not? You know. So I went to see Good Time, that um, Robert Pattinson movie. Oh, you don't the... mean Good Times, good keeping your head above water. No, so not that. Uh, okay. So I saw that. And it was good. It was re- uh, very enjoyable. But it was like, as per usual. I ate my full large bucket mm. of popcorn. Oh, God bless you. And then afterwards, uh, so my buddy Steven was in town, and uh, he was flying back to Seattle the next day. So we had talked about playing basketball, but, like, hadn't. And I dropped him off where he was, like, staying for the night and was like, all right, man, see you later. Like, have a safe flight. And, like, went home. And then I was, like, at home, like, dropping a deuce, and I get a text <laughs> that's like, want to go play basketball? So it, And it's literally, like, 1130 at this point. So I was wow. like, where? <laughs> we drove over to Poinsettia Park mostly dark like some street lights on and played basketball like until dark. like 1 30 a.m <laughs> yeah and you didn't get and robbed I, until and I, 1 40 we didn't get robbed but there was a couple sketchy people standing around and yeah. i ended up puking up all the popcorn that i had eaten oh, oh no you love popcorn so much why I would know. you do that to popcorn but here's it. the thing that just meant more room for more popcorn because <laughs> you brought the bucket home refilled yeah. afterwards so it was in a I Ziploc fall bag. Asleep. it's too yeah. late by the way complete non sequitur that popcorn, when we went to go see the Inhumans, it was so good that I met up with Heather afterwards and it was in the car and she had something. I was like, wow, this is really good. I'm like, yeah, it's from like four hours ago. What? So AMC Burbank, good job on the popcorn. Uh, one time, I, I think it was either at an AMC or Arclight, I had ordered popcorn and they had just were like cooking up a fresh batch and the lady literally like scooped it from like the hot popper mm. into my box and I was like, did we just become best friends? I literally said that to her and she was like, I guess. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I, I, it's like, that's I don't the know. best kind of popcorn there is. Out of the popper and into my mouth. <laughs> So there was another thing that I wanted to talk about that we did, uh, not collectively all three of us. Uh, Will was originally involved and willing to attend, but because of the aforementioned UCB sketch night, you were not able to attend the riff tracks of The Five Doctors. Mm. Correct. Which is a... What was I doing? You were doing that UCB sketch that night. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, okay. So 
is which I just said. Yeah. Like, well, I thought literally you, less than a minute ago. Your sketch oh, no, show. No, no, no. I got confused. Just my wires got crossed. My, my wires got crossed. Wires get crossed. Crossed. I crossed me wires. Fucked up. You fucked it. Uh, <laughs> you fucked it. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't see uh, the Five Doctors. But you have seen the Five Doctors I have before, seen it. The, as as a non riff track. So right. it'll be interesting to talk about. We won't spend that much time. The on The best but scene I, is when he's in the gondola. Well, fucking Tom Baker. Yeah. <laughs> so, Scenes from another episode let, that they shot because he wouldn't do it. Let me set the <laughs> set the stage for what this is. So uh, obviously people know uh, riff tracks. It's the offshoot of Mystery Science Theater three thousand, where the guys make jokes during a movie, or in this case, a TV movie. Yeah. And it was the five doctors where they ostensibly collected the five actors who up until that point had played Doctor Who, except one of them was dead and then the other one was not interested in participating. So Correct. they recast the first doctor. That was easy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he seemed just like him. You know, I mean, like whatever. He's, David Bradley's just like him. Yeah. And that's going to be great. Yeah. I'm still, I think about that probably a few times a week about how far away wow. the Doctor Who Christmas special is because I, I want to see him hang out with the first Doctor. Me too. Anyway, uh, this, so you get the first Doctor, second Doctor looks a little bit older, third Doctor looked old to begin with, so that's fine. Yeah. Fourth Doctor, uh, and the joke was uh, Doctor technically appearing in this film. Yeah. And he is technically in the film, and uh, Peter Davison, who was the current Doctor. Correct. So the great thing was that this was before Colin Baker, sorry, Rafe, but uh, so he's not a part of this. Yeah. So it's the five Doctors. So, yes, what Jeff was alluding to, Tom Baker did not want to be in it. He's the fourth Doctor, and uh, certainly up until that point, hands down the most popular. Yes. And so the doctor you want to see is not in it. It's like the, the five doctors, except one isn't the right guy and the other, the one you really like isn't in it. Yeah. That's the, the full title that they should use for it. So it's definitely ripe for uh, some riff tracksing. You know, the BBC was took a little convincing because they're very protective of Doctor Who, but they realized like, all right, well, they're going to be in good spirit and have some fun about some of the weird inconsistencies with yes. this episode. <laughs> but yeah, they only had some footage of... Tom Baker that I guess they were able to use but it was still, an episode that they never aired yeah called Shada or Shada mm-hmm. and they only filmed the first two of the four part serial and then there was a writer's strike and I still don't understand why they didn't like okay we're back in production let's film two more yeah because that's not very budget Doctor conscious Who has a lot of like lost shit well, yeah, because the BBC would just wipe. It, it, but it wasn't like the first like five seasons. Like yeah. Eventually, they're like, yeah, we got enough of those. Let's uh, wipe these. And I think we've talked about this before in the context of the BBC wiping tapes, but it's worth bringing up again. The only reason that episodes of Monty Python's Flying Circus exist yeah. is because Terry Gilliam personally paid the equivalent of $90 per tape. And he bought them from the BBC who wanted to wipe every episode of Monty, Monty Python's Flying Circus. Because, like, well, we aired them. And they were then able to license it and have it air in the United States and, yeah. you know, make a billion dollars off of it wow. in terms of, yeah. So I feel like Terry Gilliam, like, owns them in some way a little yeah. bit more. But obviously it's still the BBC. So anyways, because he was like, no, I'll just go ahead. I mean, I have money. I, mm-hmm. Let me buy those. Right. You know, and good thing he did because there are a lot of there's a lot of work from those guys who ended up in Monty Python that you will never see yeah. because they, they got wiped. And it just seems like such a weird thing to do. It is know? a weird thing to like, do. Like, why didn't they just DVR it? Yeah. No. But uh, anyway. Save it. So this Five Doctors uh, is is not a great story. 
okay. it, it, it's starting from you know the the course of the episode, and I think at some point we'll do a special episode and we'll bring Rafe into the fold. Will and I will talk about uh, the classic Doctors, the original seven, mm-hmm. and uh, not the eighth, who is of course the greatest of all time yes. yeah. by your estimation. Yes. And uh, we will talk more about it in depth. But uh, I've I've watched enough of them where I was like, I kind of like Peter Davison. He's not. He's not great, but there's something about him. Like I kind of, I like he's, him. He's very likable. Yeah, you know, and and I find the other ones all unlikable. Literally all of them. I guess Sylvester McCoy was a little bit likable. Okay, but Peter Davison, it's like, oh, he's mean to Adric, but then he's like, he makes because well, Adric's a piece of shit. Yeah, but then he's like, oh, sorry, chum. Yeah, you know, we're still pals. Oh, now you're dead. Spoiler dead. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I like him, so I was like, all right, I'm glad that he's kind of the main doctor in right. this. And they brought back a lot of companions and things. But, uh, Jeff, you haven't watched much or any classic Doctor Who, like, ever. ever. That was my so, first experience of it. So yeah. wow. you understand the concept from the modern show, so no. it, it, it all probably made sense. Let's, without get factoring in the Rift Tracks aspect of it, this show that you watched in a movie theater, what did you think of the actual made product from 1983. Oh, it was fucking ridiculous. Was... <laughs> well, there was this, like, <laughs> killing... three. Yeah, because it was for the 20th anniversary. Oh, I thought it was before that. There were, there was a Three Doctors before that. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. also, I believe, didn't feature uh, William Hartnell because yeah. he was dead. No, no, actually, he was he was in it, I think. He was? was just Yeah, they brought him back, and it's like, oh, wait, there's a reason why you're oh, not him anymore. You're Because you're sick. Yeah. Let's just say sick. Yeah, the doctor doesn't drink. You know, there's like little things like the ultimate killing machine is basically, and they made the joke, it's like, it's Green Man from It's Always Sunny's friend, Silver Man. And he like, he's like, oh, he's so quick, except for right now when he's not quick. And oh my God, he's quick again. And oh, now he's being very slow. And oh my God, he's so quick. And there's just like, oh, really? That's, it just revolves around that. There's a lot of like storytelling where you're like, Oh no, she's gonna fall all the way down a very slight hill. Sarah Jane, like at one point, oh, falls yeah. down a very slight hill, and oh, there was Sarah a lot Jane. of like, "Oh no, don't fall!" You know, there's a lot of jokes about that. But um, did it put you off from ever trying to watch the classic Doctor Who? I mean, I don't know that I would ever have really enjoyed them outside of the context of watching them to kind of laugh at the. I guess would that be kitsch at that point? Um, mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I guess so. Yeah. So, like, kitschiness of it all. Because because at this point, it's like, I mean, you have to do that with any movie of a certain age. You have to just be like, "Ah, okay. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a time and place. Like, there's some great things about the original Star Trek, but it's a lot of, like, you got to watch it in terms of time and place. And because I've watched enough of the classic Doctor Who, I've seen a lot of bad things. But I've seen, like, okay, if you can get past the this or that budget limitations, the story is actually can be really good. You know, mm-hmm. on occasion, you know, there are definitely some that I saw. I was like, oh, I really like that. I think that there's a Tom Baker story that I like that was co-written or written by Douglas Adams, the guy who wrote Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I think it's called City of Death. And I was like, that was a really good story. It's the one Tom Baker story I've seen where I'm like, I really liked that. Yeah. And even that one, you're like, okay, there's some things about it that are a little silly because it's like, it's it's shot on videotape. And then they go outside and it's shot on film and then yeah. it's back in videotape. And they make a joke about that during the riff tracks of okay. the Five Doctors. I think that, yeah, you have to kind of get past that. But this is a story where once you get past all that, you're like, oh, but the story's kind of... Uh, not great. Yeah. Right. Or as Will's uh, Scottish character would say, shite. 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 Not great. I'm, I, not, I'm trying to really great. remember, like, even what the fucking point of it was. Oh, it was, 
oh, all these action figures, they're going to hang around this volcano that's like the secret zone where you can only be secretive. And then um, we don't know who's doing it, but it's obviously the president. But we don't know who's doing it. Oh, he's got a secret chamber where he's doing it. Oh, God, he's doing it. But it's totally not this guy, uh, this Gallifrey and my council president. It's definitely not him. Not the guy with the one thing that lets him do it. The guy who could do this at any time and doesn't seem like there's any reason why he can't just do this willy-nilly. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, you're messing with the doctor that was the other thing i didn't having only really seen i guess the rebooted doctors correct i was like what he hangs out in gallifrey what the fuck is this with the a lot president of a lot of time on but there there's uh peter capaldi episodes yeah with... but that was the thing like that to me was like oh, gallifrey oh this is there's, we're gonna actually see it there's right. an there's an entire season of colin baker the trial of a time lord uh-huh. that i believe is set entirely yes. on gallifrey yeah. and there's a yeah and they always wear like ridiculous hats and things and there were some yeah. good jokes about that and to their credit they've sort of maintained that style for the modern day representation of Gallifrey, but it's a little bit more like Roman Gladiator. They, yeah. They're like, okay, that's style, but you know, let's spend like twice as much, right. and by twice as much, I mean ten times as much, right. and have it look a little bit cool. No. So um, ten dollars, <laughs> exactly. But it's fun because you see a lot of uh, characters from the show. Now you didn't watch the classic show, but. Uh, and probably won't is what it seems like. But what I did, and the reason why we'll have an episode where we talk to our friend Rafe about it, is I said, pick your favorite story from each doctor. And then a few of them I've watched multiple stories, like the one he suggested and then a few others. And I watched a lot of Colin Baker because I'm just like, i got to wrap my head around this because mm. this is so bad and I hate him so much. <laughs> Let me watch another one and see. No, I still hate him. I hate him more now. You know, and it's like, it, 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 it was a reverse. The more I watched, the more I hated him. Yeah. It's like, I want to get one over, but I just, I couldn't. But everybody else was like, okay, I can like a story from, from each of them. But it's like, it has to be sort of hand-selected, which, right. is, which is what I think I needed. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, at this point, you got like nine seasons of BoJack Horseman to watch, so you don't, yeah. you don't get There's, time. They just are releasing the fourth season, guys. It's not that much. Every fucking time Watch we're together. Watch like, That means there's like 88 episodes, yeah. right? Jesus Christ. This is only going to make like 52. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's like 12 or so a season. Yeah. And, and they're like, what, half 12 hour? 12 or 13. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like 25 I know. minutes. I, I should watch it. I, I, I'm ashamed that I don't. I'm going to tell you what I tell everybody who recommends me to watch a show. I'm going to say, maybe I'll check it out. But to be honest with you, I probably won't. Um, I don't say that because I'm like, well, he likes it so much. I kind of want to see what it's all about. I do. I saw the first couple episodes. It was funny, and I maybe I'll go back to it. But like, all people who recommend all these shows, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you have to watch. It. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably not gonna watch. It. My thing is, I just love BoJack because it's my very favorite brand of comedy. Is like snuff comedy, yeah. but yeah. kind of like comedy <laughs> that that plays off on like how sad and awful life can be. See, that's hard for me to watch because it makes me sad. I, it does yeah. me too, but I think the weird thing of it is it's like because of my past and comedy being like a big defense mechanism and a right. coping mechanism for sadness in my life, I think that's why dark comedies, when they really hit me, hit me the hardest. I'm right. like, oh my God, I connect to this. Like, it's so funny how life can be depressing and awful all the time. Like, that's why your like autobiographical documentary movie about your life is going to be called I Am Bojack. Yeah, Bojacking Off. <laughs> Uh, always so many choices for titles as we go along. Uh, anyway, so uh, that was a it was a fun night, and that theater up at Universal Studios is crazy. <laughs> now we were fortunate enough to have gotten a comp 
movie passes from mm-hmm. my friends at Fathom Events, fathomevents.com, rifttracks.com, you know, just always, you know, paying yeah. it forward. So, uh, but those tickets would have cost like $25, I think, wow. in that theater. Because before, like, I got up there plenty early because we, uh, Heather had some work thing that night, and uh, so we had a babysitter. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'm here early enough. I was thinking, like, maybe I'll go see The Dark Tower because I know it's not supposed to be good, Uh-oh. but it's only 90 minutes, and it's got Idris Elba. It's and, 90 minutes? Well, because I had to cut a lot out to try and make it better. And <laughs> and Matthew McConaughey, I'm like, I like both of them. And I was like, okay, well, uh, oh, there's a showing. This is a perfect time. It would have co- It literally would have cost me twenty five seventy five. Wow. And I'm like, no, not for a movie that you can I'm get pretty drinks sure. and relax in yeah. the chair. And... I'm pretty sure that that movie's terrible. And like, no. it's I can't. Those, but... Yeah, no, 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 exactly. Like when I spent six dollars to see Transformers last night, I'm like, well, I got about six dollars out of that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, but I'm not getting twenty five cents. I spent. I went to the IMAX oh, wow. Union City Walk. I spent about thirty bucks. You went to that same theater, actually. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the IMAX there. Yeah. But the IMAX is not like fancy schmancy. It's the same shit it used right. to be. All the other ones are redesigned and fancy. Yeah. Anyway, so we got to see that for free. But then, for our listeners who are also connoisseurs of popcorn, like Mr. Jeff Duray, mm-hmm. talk about the way they operate the snacks there at this theater. It's oh, amazing. Yeah, it's, so it's a they've, revolution. They've changed it out like cafeteria style at the AMC. Yeah, that's how I got my Universal. popcorn. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you go, you just pick it up and go, which. It's genius, right? Like, if you're going to... The only thing that ever takes any time is, like, the specialty orders, where you're still... uh, Everybody orders it and then is inevitably waiting for it fucking forever for whenever. Right. So, all you got these people doing is just filling up popcorn tubs. Why not just have a bunch of them fucking sitting there where we can grab them and pay on the way out? Made so much sense. I love it. Plus, it's awesome for uh, the scam that Christian and I always pull, where we buy one large popcorn and get the refill to immediately give it to the other person, so right. that we yeah. each we have... take turns. Like, yeah. I'll buy the popcorn, and then the next time we go to the movies, he buys the popcorn. Okay. And so, you know, we each well, get what the... happens the next time I'm able to go to the movies with you guys? The third the, person we get the third refill. Fuck it yeah, up. yeah. Well, I never get the third refill, but I mean the second refill. We'll get a second refill. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. And then the next time you can pay, and then you'll you know we'll, look we can get endless refills. We can get like. Because they used to like mark the popcorn container, and so you, it was like, oh, you've had your refill now because they put like a. Mar- they don't even do that anymore. Yeah. So I, also, I, popcorn costs you like ten cents. Mm-hmm. It costs I think them that's, ten cents. Yeah. I think that's why they were just like, let's. Well, I mean, if people steal it, it's really, yeah, really if not. People, yeah. If people are going to consume a third bucket of popcorn, good for them. Yeah. You know, you if did they want good today, if they throw up playing basketball and they show up the next morning with their bucket so that they can get a refill, all right, we'll let them have. Yeah. It. Which is, I think, is a story from bojacking off the Jeff DeRay story. The Jeff DeRay story. Uh, anyway, uh, we leave you on that note. Yes. And, uh, Agent Starling can always be found at Will Sterling underscore motivationreport.com. It's just motivationreport.com. Not yeah. the. The, like, the is not part of the website, right? It's, uh, correct. It's just yeah. motivationreport.com. Motivationreport.com. And of course, Apple I'm, Podcasts is the easiest way to hear it. Like, not that many people listen to it through that. I almost went to the Scottish. So just right? go Not that many uh, people do it. Apple um, Podcasts. <laughs> That was my bad. Yeah. Right. That was like, like that. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. I mean, Alright, so that was your bowling Yeah, I was like, that was fantastic, fuck? actually. Let's <laughs> we pull a rabbit out of my yeah. hat. Again! As for me, I'm at Christian DMZ, and the show is at Blatcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blatcast.com. B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. I'm off to New York for a couple weeks, and I'll tell you all about that when I get back. And we'll also talk about a truly unforgettable night Agent Starling Captain Eo and I had with Liev that you'll definitely all want to hear about. Because of my trip, we've reshuffled our plans a little bit, so next week you will get an epic Blackcast classic. That's Blackcast number 50 
from February 27th, 2014. That was the first ever Milestone episode we did, and I thought it was fitting to roll that one back out as we get close to episode 250. So when you hear that episode next week, you'll hear Carl from New Hampshire, Mark from New Hampshire, Gene in Philly, Rafe Gutman, Rob Lorich, Bill Cosby, before we knew what we knew, Gene Simmons, Larry O'Connor, a very dirty joke from Orson Bean, and also the great Dennis Miller. But don't worry, I'm there, Agent Starling is there, Coltrane is there, and yes, even Liev is there. But that's not this time on the Blackcast. That'll be next time on the Blackcast. <laughs> Goodbye. Doctors. Brigadier. Splendid fellows, all of you. <laughs> <laughs>